48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Steve Dunthorne. Tonight's headlines. Staff at the SAL's Children's Hospital are among more than 4,000 COVID cases for the day. Cathay Pacific says coronavirus restrictions are behind a surge in airfares as it calls for a roadmap to ending the rules. And a veteran engineer says clearer guidelines can help avoid a repeat of the incident that injured two dancers at a Mirror concert. Health authorities have reported 4,344 new local COVID infections. Four of the cases involve staff members at the Hong Kong Children's Hospital. Aaron Tam with the details. A hospital authority chief manager, Gladys Kwan, said the four infections involving staff of the Children's Hospital include two nurses and a ward assistant, along with a doctor who took care of a COVID patient last month. Dr. Kwan said the authority is looking into whether the cases are linked. She added that testing requirements at the hospital had been stepped up and no new infections or close contacts have been identified so far. Nowadays, actually, they are doing the daily PCR to make sure that whether there is any other, other confirming cases within this cohort of patient and staff. There were four more deaths involving patients aged between 61 and 87. Officials said 23 patients are in critical condition and 25 are seriously ill. Infectious diseases expert Joseph Zhang has urged the government to consider imposing stricter requirements for inbound travellers who leave hotel quarantine under changes announced on Monday. People will be allowed to go to work or school for the four days after leaving quarantine when they'll have an AMBA health code. New arrivals will have to take several PCR tests after leaving quarantine, but Professor Zhang says those employed in high-risk places should be tested daily. For people who have to go to work at elderly homes, hospitals or other medical institutions, maybe it's worthwhile for the government to consider asking them to do PCR tests every day. I think it's a balance of risks. After all, they face weak or ill people or the elderly and people with impaired immunity. Cathay Pacific Chairman Patrick Healy has urged the government to offer a clear roadmap for lifting of all COVID restrictions for air crew as well as passengers, noting that Hong Kong is falling far behind other aviation hubs. He said the restrictions were behind a recent steep rise in airfares as they had affected Cathay's capacity. When you have an imbalance in supply and demand, then you're likely to see spikes in, in prices. And so the solution to that is for us to build back uh, capacity as quickly as we possibly can to restore Hong Kong's connectivity. But the biggest barrier to us accelerating that demand at the moment, as I say, is the, is the ongoing restrictions and constraints in place. And that's why you know, we urge the government to consider that uh, issue and to provide a clear roadmap to lift those as soon as is, is possibly feasible. Mr Healy made the comments as Cathay reported a loss of nearly $5 billion for the first half of the year. A former president of the Hong Kong Institute of Surveyors says that the authority should offer clearer guidance on safety during live performances to avoid a repeat of last month's incident at a mirror gig. Two dancers were injured, one of them seriously, when a huge screen fell onto the stage at the Hong Kong Coliseum in front of thousands of fans. Mr Ho said that ensuring organisers received help and monitoring from qualified professionals was key to avoiding such incidents. The stage issue is quite a complicated one. So it could be elaborated and uh, disseminated into different expertise areas. So this competent person's uh, understanding will be very important and maybe some guideline can be developed so that the appropriate professionals can uh, uh, involve and take 
his part as a professional advisor. Three workers have been injured after they were hit by a falling metal pole at a building site in Yautong. The police said they received a report about the incident near a temple on Chakwaling Road shortly after three o'clock. Two workers were said to be unconscious. A look at the weather. The storm warnings have now been removed, but there is an announcement on localised heavy rain in Islands District, with more than 70 millimetres of hourly rainfall fallen or expected to fall that may cause serious flooding. As for the forecast, it's going to be cloudy with showers and squally thunderstorms. Those showers will be heavy at times at first. Temperatures will range between 26 and 30 degrees. Moderate to fresh southeasterly winds, occasionally strong offshore and on high ground at first. There will be swells. And there'll be more showers in the coming couple of days. The thunderstorm warning is in effect. Temperature 27 degrees, humidity 90%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. Three former leaders of the Liberal Party say they've quit the group after the current leadership voted to scrap the post of honorary chair that they held. Kelly Yu reports. Those leaving the Liberal Party are James Teen, Selena Chow and Miriam Lau. They made the announcement after the party's central committee voted unanimously to remove the honorary chair post. It said members had held numerous discussions on the matter since the beginning of the year, with some calling for a review of the arrangement. Mr. Tin said no one had discussed the matter with them and that the handling of the issue deviated from party tradition. He said since current party leaders think the views and contributions of the former chairs are no longer valuable, it left him with no choice but to resign. For her part, Mrs. Chow said she felt offended by the decision, while Miriam Lau said she's disappointed with the way the current leadership has moved to abolish the position. Party leader Tommy Cheung expressed regret over the trio's decision and said Chairman Peter Shiu was trying to persuade them to stay. A fourth honorary party chair, Vincent Fang, also lost his position. The Liberal Party was founded in 1993 by Alan Lee, James Teen, Selena Chow and others. A former airline employee has been sentenced to 80 hours of community service over a prank he played on the son of former Chief Executive CY Leung two and a half years ago. As Timmy Sung reports, Lai Su Wang, a former ground crew staffer at Hong Kong Express, had pleaded guilty to criminal damage. Eastern Court heard that Lai and one of his colleagues had tampered with the booking records of Leung Chunyan and purchased additional services, such as meals and extra baggage, that would have cost him over $3,000. In mitigation, the defence lawyer said his client is remorseful. He also quoted a probation officer as saying, that it was unsuitable to give the 24-year-old a community service order as Lyon needs to take care of his mother, who suffers from terminal cancer. But in passing sentence, Magistrate Edward Wong said what the defendant did warrants a jail sentence. He added that even though a probation order was recommended, he needed hand-down punishment that can reflect the severity of the case. The other defendant in the case will appear in court later this month to enter a plea, Kwok Sheng Man is accused of perverting the cause of justice and obtaining access to a computer with dishonest intent. Overseas, Thailand's foreign ministry says it has received a request for the ousted Sri Lankan president, Gotabaya Rajapaksa, to enter the country. The ministry was responding to reports that Mr Rajapaksa, who fled to Singapore last month because of mass protests, was seeking shelter in Thailand. The BBC's Lipika Pelham reports. 
The foreign ministry statement says Mr. Rajapaksha can enter Thailand on a temporary 90-day visa with the aim of one-word travel. It clarifies the former president has not asked for political asylum. Sri Lankans have reacted angrily to the news that the deposed president has found shelter in another Southeast Asian country after his visa for Singapore expires this week. Mr. Rajapaksha has not made any public appearance since fleeing the country last month. Sri Lanka's demonstrators accuse him of mishandling the economy, leading to the country's worst financial crisis. President Zelensky said the war in Ukraine began when Russia seized Crimea in 2014 and won't end until the peninsula is liberated. Mr Zelensky was speaking hours after a string of explosions hit a Russian airbase on Crimea, killing one person. In his nightly address, Mr Zelensky said the peninsula would never be given up. The presence of Russian occupiers in Crimea is a threat for all of Europe and to the global stability. The Black Sea region cannot be a safe place while Crimea is occupied. There cannot be a stable and lasting peace for countries bordering the Mediterranean while Russia has the capability of using our peninsula as its military base. Foreign ministers from the G7 group of industrial powers have demanded that Russia immediately hand back control of the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant to Ukraine. They accuse Moscow's forces of significantly increasing the risk of an accident at the site and putting the entire region in danger. Demonstrators have gathered outside a court in South Africa where more than 60 men are due to appear on immigration and firearm charges. The men have been linked to the sexual assault of a group of women who were filming a music video at an abandoned mine near Johannesburg. They're believed to be illegal miners who dig for gold around disused shafts. Some of the women have been telling the BBC about their horrific experiences. Their words are spoken by actors to protect their anonymity. There was no way I could escape or get help. I was sure I would die. If I was going to die, I wanted to die holding my sister's hand. We laid down and we held hands. We kept praying a lot. They told me that I was too skinny for them, so they put me in a hole and poured sand on me. They tried to bury her alive, but they were rushing and didn't cover her properly. We just want justice for all the girls that went through this. We don't want to have to be scared just to go outside. An attempt to rescue a beluga whale that was stuck in the River Seine in France has failed after the animal had to be put down. A huge operation had seen rescuers manage to lift the whale out of a lock with a net and crane. It was meant to be transferred by a refrigerated lorry to a saltwater lock. But a local official, Guillaume Leroclair, said the whale was too weak. We had evaluations at each phase of the operation, and at the end of the transport we had another one, and the six vets unanimously advised us to proceed with the euthanasia of the animal which was too weak to be put back in the water. It was a collective decision. Votes have been counted in Kenya, where a new president is being chosen to succeed Uhuru Kenyatta. A former political prisoner and veteran opposition leader, Raila Odinga, is competing with Deputy President William Ruto. Polling day was largely peaceful, but turnout was low amid voter apathy and frustration over rising food prices. Official results are not expected for several days. Francis Wanderi, who is one of the commissioners from Kenya's electoral body, the IEBC, said there were a few cases where polling stations received voting materials late, but in the majority of cases, things had gone smoothly. Over 90% of materials got in time to their polling stations. However, we had hiccups 
in some areas like Kamega and Makweni where the voting the machines do not work we around those people to use the manual register to vote and that was done a little late in the day and we requested the officials to compensate for the time lost the author and illustrator Raymond Briggs, best known for the children's picture book The Snowman, has died. He was 88. The BBC's David Silito looks back at his life. We're walking in the it's become part of Christmas, the snowman that comes to life and then melts to nothing. Raymond Briggs' cartoons always had a little darkness. He'd studied at the Slade School of Art and tried advertising and illustrating other people's children's books before his breakthrough. A very grumpy Father Christmas. Booming Christmas here again. After that came The Snowman, Fungus the Bogeyman, and When the Wind Blows, a story about nuclear war. He never considered himself a children's author. Those drawings may have seemed sweet, charming. The stories, though, were decidedly bittersweet. To sport and three players from the Saudi-backed Live Golf Series have lost a court battle against the main tour in the United States. A US district judge upheld their ban from the PGA. The BBC's Ian Carter reports. Taylor Gooch, Hudson Swafford and Matt Jones were seeking temporary restraining orders to allow them to play the PGA Tour's playoff series. The $75 million playoffs begin in Memphis on Thursday. They run for three tournaments. A trial date to fight the wider PGA Tour suspensions in place has been set for August next year. Meanwhile, Open champion Cameron Smith last night refused to comment on a Daily Telegraph report that he's about to sign for Liv for $100 million. Football and Chelsea are parting ways with striker Timo Werner. He's been a disappointment for the London club, scoring just 23 goals in 89 games since joining them two years ago for 55 million US dollars. His return to RB Leipzig has been confirmed. Journalist Christoph Terra says the German will have his eye on the World Cup. Now we'll have to see if he can reach the same uh, heights as he did in his first period at Leipzig they're happy because he's been one of the yeah, outstanding players there before he went to Chelsea and of course there's a World Cup going on so he needs to play. Tottenham have agreed to sign the Udinese left-back Distini Adogi but the Daily Mail's Devin Lewis says Spurs fans will have to wait until next year to see the Italian in action. Spurs are going to pay £22 million for Udogi in total, going to be loaned back to Udinese. And it's a shame, you know, because there's a lot of fascination about him. He was one of the best left-backs, wing-backs, uh, with the highest goal contributions last season. But they believe he'll be ready next season. A reminder of our top stories, staff at the SAR's Children's Hospital are among more than 4,000 COVID cases for the day. And Cathay Pacific says coronavirus restrictions are behind a surge in airfares as it calls for a roadmap to ending the rules. The news from RTHK. Just won't let go Day after day I'm still holding on Even though you're gone deep I'm Wasn't I good to you? I did all that I 
to make you want to be here with me. I thought you loved me. I can't believe you could just turn and leave. You did it so easily. You pulled my world out from under me. Look what you've done to me. How could you end it this way? After the love that we made, God, how I wish you had stayed. Can't you see that? I just want you back to all of us. I never had a clue that I was through that you. You never once let me know you were letting me go. Oh, I guess it was there in your eyes. Guess it was there in your eyes. Guess it was there in your eyes. I was blind and couldn't face the empty. Oh, thought we'd go on and on. Thought we had something strong. You pulled my world out from under me. Look what you've done to me. How could you end it this way? After the love that we made, God, how I wish you had stayed. Can't you see that? I just want you back to all. God, how I love you so. My heart just won't let it go. Day after day, I'm still holding on, even though you're gone. Guess it was there in your eyes. Guess it was there in your eyes. Guess it was there in your eyes. I was blind and couldn't face the end. Oh, thought we'd go on and on. Thought we had something strong. You pulled my world out from under me. Look what you've done to me. How could you end it this way? After the love that we made. God, how I wish you had stayed. Can't you see? Second now, this Wednesday night, an opening with a real radio rarity. Even rarer that somebody would actually ask for it. Uh, Jody, cheers. Thanks for getting in touch. The song there by Laura Branigan and T. Amor, written by Italian guy by the name of Umberto Tozzi. In fact, it's not the only song that uh, Laura Branigan sang of his. Of course, the big hit was Gloria, also written by that one. So as I say into our second hour, Wednesday night, Peter King with you on our marvellous musical magical mystery tour. Oh, 
strong.